Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the Community Money Podcast. I'm your host, financial.guru.ham on Instagram and at Gmail for any questions you may have about the Community Money Podcast. This is episode four of the King Business Series entitled Do What You Love with Coach Mike from Tobbs.biz. Check out his website and also enjoy the episode. Peace. Hey guys, and welcome to the episode of the Community Money Podcast, King Business Series with Coach Mike from Tobbs.biz. Say what's up to the people, Coach. Good morning. This is Coach Mike. So number one, thank you for sitting here and, uh, and giving us your, your time because your time is, is valuable, right? It's priceless. And thank you for sitting with the Community Money listeners because we all need to know what you know as, as a business owner and everything like that. So, uh, so you know, first and foremost, thank you for that. Um, but you guys already know what it is. The first thing we're going to go through is our Instagram segment, okay? So this is a post that I have from uh, a quote that I got from John C. Maxwell. If you haven't picked up his book, The 10 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, I suggest you do. It is a life changer. I read it twice, and nine times out of 10, I'm going to read it a third time. So here we go. Uh, every day, we are either preparing or repairing, okay? So I like to look at growth as a daily exercise. I truly believe that in this statement, um, enough to share it with you guys. So no matter how much we like to ignore it, a majority of us are either stuck in a rat race that we would like to sidestep. Every day we are either preparing to take on the world or repairing what has been broken at the hands of our own destruction. I like you to think about this in the form of your finances, right? So we're either saving and investing or we're paying off massive credit card debt. So I want you to ask yourself a question. Which side of the coin do you fall on? Be sure to be someone who is financially prepared in everything and all things that you do. Community Money episodes can give you a push in the right direction. We're also available on Apple now, so you can look up the Community Money Podcast. And the same logo that I have for Anchor is the same logo I'm going to use for uh, that I've been using for Apple. So thank you guys for listening to the Instagram segment, and let's get on to the episode. So I hope you guys like that Instagram segment. I am your host, financial.guru.ham on Instagram and also at Gmail for any questions that you guys have about the Community Money Podcast or anybody that you want to suggest to be on one of our next episodes, whether King Business, Queen Business, or Money Matters. I'm sitting here with Coach Mike from Tobbs.biz. Say what's up, Coach. Uh, good morning, everyone. This is Coach Mike from Tobbs.biz. All right. And... Oh, uh, thank you, man. You are too kind. You are too kind. You shouldn't have, man. Yeah, man, I had to hit you with the janky crowd applause. You know what I'm saying? I don't have any engineers uh, right now, you know, but, you know. It's all good. You got the studio. You got a team, a uh, studio team. Yeah, studio team. What The, the one-man band. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Coach Mike, um, introduce yourself uh, to the Community Money listeners, uh, where you grew up, what school you graduated from, and, and also let people know where to find you, okay? Uh, sure. Uh, they can find me at... Um, Tobs.biz on Instagram and on Facebook. I'm at just Tobs. And of course, the website's uh, www.tobs.biz. Okay. But so it's T is, oh, so T O B B S. Okay. T O B B S dot biz. Okay. Where did you get that T O B B S from? What is Todd? Because your name is not, your last name isn't Tobs. No, my last name is Horton. Okay. Uh, and then everybody in, in Baltimore calls me Coach Mike. Okay. All right, Coach uh, Mike. But Tobs just came one day. I was uh, just sitting around thinking, you know, how broke I was and, and why. <laughs> like a lot of people do, I'm sure. At times, yes. And, you know, and uh, as they say, nothing's going to change. You got to be sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yes. And Fanny so, Blue Hammer said that. So I was tired. I was tired of being broke. And so it just came to me, the acronym T-O-B-B-S, tired of being broke. Seriously. <laughs> 
Like, I love it. For real, for real. I Tired of it. being broke. Tired of being broke. Seriously. T O B B S. That's uh yes, yeah, it came to me. And I'm not the most creative person, but I oh. had a stroke of genius that day. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, <laughs> but born and raised in the Bronx, uh, okay. South Bronx. Grew up in the South Bronx, the home of hip hop. South, South, yes. South, South Bronx. We created it. Okay. Um, and then I uh, had family in Baltimore. I would visit Baltimore a lot and eventually uh, moved here. got a job offer. But um, went to school in Manhattan, Manhattan Community College. And then I finished up here at the University of Baltimore with a degree in finance. Mm, and okay. uh, that's always been one of my passions is, is to work in finance. Um, but career wise, it seemed like it never really worked out for me in finance. So okay. uh, I got into coaching and teaching and fell in love with coaching basketball. Okay. Uh, I'm sure I skipped some of your questions, but uh, no, 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 you're good. You're good. You're good. Um, so aspirations growing up, right? Young, and young Mike, young, 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 little, little coach Mike, little coach right? Mike. You know, uh, what did little coach Mike want to do when he uh, when he grew up in the South South Bronx? Um, I like honestly he wanted to be a stockbroker. Okay. Uh, growing up in New York, you know, you you see Wall Street, and it's always you know, it was just like some people look up to celebrities, to to actors and, and athletes. I looked up to Wall Street. That's what I wanted to be. Mm. Um, and I actually got a chance to do that and, and work on Wall Street in my early 20s. And I was a registered stockbroker. I okay. uh, got my Series 7 and 63 license. Absolutely. Um, and, Great. You know, worked, briefly worked on Wall Street, but it just, like it never panned out. It just somehow never panned out because of what they don't tell you is like, you know how you have your bring the kid, bring your kid to work day and you shadow someone? Yeah. We need more of that so people can see what it's really like yeah. to have a day in the life of fill in the blank. Yeah. And so really, you as a new broker, if you don't have a book of clients, you are a telemarketer. You're cold calling trying to get clients. And that to me wasn't fun. Yeah. I wanted to pick stocks and analyze companies and pick stocks. But you got to first get customers. Yeah. And so it turned me off big time. The, the cold calling telemarketing thing was a huge turn off. But that's what young Mike wanted to be. I wanted to be a stockbroker. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. And um, what do you what do you do? Uh, right. I was, well, tabs up in your coach Mike. So yeah. yeah, we got that. So, so we got that one. Coach Mike came out uh, totally accident. So this is the funny thing is that my if you ask anyone in Baltimore now, everyone knows Coach Mike, right? Yeah. But I never pictured Coach Mike. Uh, somehow, maybe the moral story is you got to yeah. be open to paths that life takes you down because I never thought I'd be a, a one a teacher because I didn't really like kids. <laughs> and, and, and I didn't like didn't like school. So how could you be a teacher if you don't like kids? Don't like school? Absolutely. Um, oh, this is this is fun. This is going to be a great episode. But as it turns <laughs> out, it's not that I didn't like kids. I didn't like the responsibility of kids. And mm. now I, I, I realized that later in life, the, the distinction yeah. is that having kids, uh, mommy and daddy, you don't get a day off. Like yeah. you're on call all yeah. the time, one hundred percent. And that's what I didn't like about being a, a parent. So, mm. but I like being around kids. So I ended, you know, fell into coaching and teaching and absolutely loved it but you could have never told me yeah that go to school for education and be a teacher i would i would have been like no no way <laughs> no no so, way yeah but it worked out for 20 years i was a teacher and a coach and absolutely loved it so absolutely and you also work with coach al right? i work with coach al yeah so coach al um the private versus public school Challenge. tournaments yep. you know what i'm saying so hopefully we can get that as one of our next episodes so we can sit down with coach al as well man um got some questions for you today you ready i'm ready man uh, I'm, I'm ready always ready all right always right always say, ready. If, yeah. if you stay ready you don't have to get ready exactly right? bishop don juan <laughs> bishop magic don juan he said that you yeah stay ready yeah you gotta stay ready because if you stay ready you ain't gotta worry about getting ready exactly oh man I, we this is we vibing right now <laughs> we are vibing because i'm a i'm a quote guy i can tell that you are as well definitely, um definitely so so when did you realize 
that uh, building a business was going to be able to help you achieve your ideal level of success oh. for, for your life. When wow. did you when did you realize that? You know, that, that's the, that's probably the saddest part of this is I, I think I realized it too late. But, you know, it's never too late. You know, you can always uh, life, as they say, allows you turns. You can always make a, a change in direction. But I think I probably realized it too late after years and years of trying to make it in the corporate world, you know, trying to uh, go, you know, move up the ladder. And it just never works out. And so um, I just decided to do my own thing. Mm -hmm. uh, but I had brief stints of it. Like while in college, I tried to sell T-shirts um, and try to do other things. Uh, but it's always considered a side hustle. Yeah. And so for the first Absolutely. time, you know, for the first time in 2018, I took the side hustle business to more of a serious mentality. Yeah. Um, after another corporate job just didn't work out. Yeah. And so I think I finally realized. Maybe I don't know if I threw in a towel or just said, you know, F it and I'm just going to do my own thing because uh, none of these paths are working out for me. So it, 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 I don't know if it was much as much as a realization as to it's, it's time. <coughs> it's time to stop putting my ladder on the wrong building and just put my ladder on my building. Mm, you know, mm, that's deep. Yeah, it's like I think that somebody quoted and saying uh, before you put your ladder, you're trying to climb the ladder, make sure your ladder's leaned against the right building. Yeah, absolutely. You can be successful in the wrong. You don't even want to be there. Exactly. So, exactly. 2018, I would say, it happened. It happened in 2018 is when I first. But I had a side hustle starting in 2014 or 15, but it got serious, a little more serious in 2018. Okay. All right. So, and where and where can people find you again at <clears throat> uh, www. Tobs.biz, T-O-B-B-S biz on Instagram. I'm Tobs.biz. And on Facebook is uh just Tobs. Okay. All right, cool. T-O-B-B-S. T-O-B-B-S. So for my listeners out there who are a part of church groups, um, where you're looking to get t-shirts and stuff like that for your next family reunions, um, definitely check out T-O-B-B-S.biz. I am currently wearing a community financial investments hoodie. Uh, as our slogan is hard work invested. And we not only want to be able to invest in property and be able to get uh, dividend income for the 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 the, multi, uh, the the owners of community financial investments, we also want to pour our money back into the community as that is what we are about. That's why we picked the name community financial investments. Um, so tired of being broke, seriously. Uh, I love it. Yeah, I love that name. I do. I, do. I, I think I was just I was just playing. So it's time to get serious. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That, that's the difference between a side hustle and making that side hustle a real a real income is you got to get serious. And so it was just a part time side hustle thing. Yeah, it was changing sure. that mindset to be serious. Yeah, for sure. And also speaking of mindset for the community money listeners, I'm going to be introducing a token of the week. Uh, those are going to be five or six minute episodes, uh, up to 10 minutes of the episode, just to tell you guys about the mindset that I'm having about community financial investments and also the Community Money Podcast and the effort for you guys to reach out, to branch out, to create your own thing. Um, I think the, the biggest part about the mindset is understanding that every single day we walk around and we see buildings go up, right? We see uh, uh, new people become millionaires and billionaires every day off of things that they've been working on for the past three or four years. So my big question to my community money listeners is, when are you going to start? When is somebody going to walk past your building? When is somebody going to buy your items on the internet? Because a couple of years prior, you said, you know what? This is what I want to do. You know, um, nine to five uh, pays the bills, but six to 10 creates the income. You know, it builds the empire. So that's just something to think about. Uh, tokens of the week are definitely coming next week uh, to your Apple podcast and also Anchor and also on Spotify for the community money podcast. Uh, so, Coach Mike, you ready for the next question? Absolutely. All right. So this is this is one that I ask uh, every business owner, uh, regardless. 
uh, you know, just to get a little bit of insight on how they felt about um, about entrepreneurship, right? Because mm-hmm. because that's what this is purely. Uh, so, what characteristics of an entrepreneur is most important to the success of your particular business? Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's strange. I think my particular business or any business, there's certain qualities that are needed. Um, vision, you know, determination, perseverance. But I think if I had to single out one, just pick one, which is almost impossible to do because you kind of need all. It's almost like saying which, which more important, the, the car wheels or the steering, the steering wheel or the, or the tires? <laughs> yeah, true. The windows or the doors? True. Well, you kind of need all of them. But um, self-discipline, um, that's the biggest difference between working a traditional job and being an entrepreneur when you're self-employed, no one's going to tell you that you've got to come in at nine. No one's going to tell you that you've got to have this report due at whatever, 3.30, or uh, you got to print these shirts, or you got to go see this customer. So I would say self-discipline is probably the hardest, uh, at least for me, maybe for someone else it's not. Yeah. But for me, is that self-discipline. If you grow up in a structured environment where you go to school at 6.30 or 7.30 or 8.30, whatever time you go to school, and then first period is over and second period is over and you go to lunch, yeah. You get a job, it's the same thing. You go to work at nine, you have a lunch at 12, and you get off at 4 30. Yeah. And so then when you're an entrepreneur, there's no structure. Yeah. And it's just you. So I would say self-discipline. Of course, you need a vision, you need passion, you need motivation. Mm-hmm. But I think that discipline, because no one's gonna push you. You don't have to check in with anybody. Mm-hmm. And I think uh that's that's tough. That's real tough. Yeah, self-discipline. But, yeah, but you're gonna have to keep checking in with your bank account. <laughs> You know, <laughs> you know, you have to keep checking in with them analytics and make sure that your sales is popping. You know, yeah, so yeah, so yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, in conversations that I have with people, um, all over the world, just speaking about uh, them starting their own businesses and everything like that, that is that is a hard thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually had a life coaching session with uh, Brandon Wyman of Autonomy Life Coaching. Definitely check that episode out. That was a previous episode. Uh, gain your autonomy. I sat down with him and we talked about some of the same things, right? Because we discussed the fact that if uh, Michael Jordan uh, had a coach the entire time he was playing basketball, mm-hmm. you know, and if we revere Michael Jordan for not only, his, you know, his scoring ability, um, you know, his business acumen, uh, the billions of dollars that he's attained over his lifetime, the six championships, the many people on his team that uh, that that also earned those same championships while they were playing for the Chicago Bulls. If he had a coach mm-hmm. um, and we revere him as one of the best people in the world, you know, why wouldn't your life need a coach? Absolutely. Right. So you have to be able to be as successful, not necessarily getting the things that he's gotten, but also getting your own uh, championship ring in your own life. So. Mm-hmm. You know, definitely check out the uh, episode with Brandon Wyman of Autonomy Life Coaching um, King Business Series. Uh, so we're going to take a quick break okay. uh, for our show sponsors, and we'll be back with Coach Mike of Biz. And we are back with the Community Money Podcast. Your host, financial.guru.ham on Instagram and at Gmail for any questions that you may have about the Community Money Podcast. We're sitting here with Coach Mike from Tobbs. So, Coach Mike. Yes. You have your own t-shirt business. Sure do. Right. You're available at www.tobbs.biz. Absolutely. Uh, I am currently wearing one of your hoodies. So looks thank good you. on you, man. Thank you. Thank you for that. And you said you didn't need the extra large. I know. <laughs> Thanks for that. Thanks for that compliment, I guess. <laughs> Uh, so, so let, let's get down to the nitty gritty, man. Um, I, a lot of my, a lot of my listeners have been asking me, uh, when you have somebody on for King Business and Queen Business, we need numbers, mm-hmm. right? Because income tax time comes around every single year, Oh yeah, right? Income tax com- time comes around every single year. Um, and also make sure that you guys are uh, claiming the right number of exemptions 
uh, for your taxes. If you're married, please don't have it as single because you're going to be you're going to end up paying a lot more money throughout the year. And I think that that money is better served in your pocket, uh, not the federal government's pocket, because they only give you a certain amount of money back that you actually paid out due to uh, how you actually file single or married and the, and the type of exemptions that you actually claim. But that's a, that's going to be another episode I have that already lined up with a tax specialist. So definitely look out for that Community Money Podcast, Money Matters episodes. Um, but Coach Mike, so you have a heat press. Uh, yeah, two heat presses. Yeah, two heat presses. Yeah. So so how much do they cost? How much do they run when you, uh, when you bought them? The and did you buy them new or used? Sorry, did you buy them new or used? Both were purchased. One was new and one was uh, a demo special. That oh. It was on display. Okay. Okay. So I'm guessing you got like a little bit of a so discount. So I got a discount because yeah. it was a display model. So it wasn't really like used a lot? They use it at a trade show. Yeah, at a trade show. They okay. at a trade show. Okay. Yeah. So right. that was a, the first one was a, a cheap machine, but you know, define cheap, right? Yeah. As, as a new guy in the business, I didn't know what cheap was. Yeah. It was $750, but that was cheap. Mm. I had no idea. I thought to me, that was a lot of money, but it was a cheap machine and um, I ended up having some problems with it. A small little thermostat that cost probably $20 yeah. burnt out actually in the middle of a job. And that's when I realized oh. I had to get a better machine, a better yeah. quality machine. Because I'm printing for a customer and the thermostat goes and then the machine is dead. Yeah. And for a $20 part. For a $20 part. $20 part. So the next machine I got was a much better machine. It was $1,100 okay. uh, on sale, trade show special, but really nice. it's like a $1,500 to $2,000 machine. But I got it for $1,100. Nice. So those are the two heat presses that I have. And what what else do you have to to do it? You said you got a yeah. printer as well. Yeah. Or? Okay. I do have a digital printer that allows me to do sort of a, if I'm going to meet a client, I can print something on the spot and then take mm. it to them. And you know, so yeah, I do have a digital printer. Um, that was a huge investment for me at the time, around thirty five hundred dollars. But I leased it instead of actually borrowing money to buy it. Hold on. So you, hold on. So you leased a printer. Yeah. How how did you do that? How did that's so because that's a part yeah. of what you need for your business and everything, and you do have an LLC, correct? I do have an LLC. Yeah. Okay, where yeah. you re- where were you registered? Registered at LLC in the state of Maryland. In the state of Maryland, uh, Tobbs uh, LLC is registered in the state of Maryland. Absolutely. Okay. And how much did it cost you to register your LLC? I want to say maybe two, three hundred dollars. It's really not that expensive to get up and running. If you're serious about you know starting a business, you can go down to the state office building, or if you're a millennial, you can just do it online. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little old school, so I'll, you know, paper and pen, and went downtown. To the state office building, and you can file and register your LLC. Okay, and that and that and that filing and registering your LLC got you an EIN, which is your, which is your identification number. Yes, it's pretty much a social security number for your business. Yeah, but that's a so they're in the same building, but it's a separate because that's with the federal government. Okay, Whereas yeah. Tobbs is registered with the state of Maryland. Your EIN number is from the federal government. Yeah, and your EIN number allows you to get your business bank account, correct? Yes. Okay. Yep, absolutely. Okay, cool. Because that's what we did at uh, Community Financial Investment, guys. Just trying to give you guys a blueprint, um, at least an audio blueprint of how you can get everything started with your business on your way to work. Yeah. So, uh, But you got to run it down for me, um, Coach Mike. You leased a printer. I sure did. Usually mm-hmm. people don't think about leasing things for their business. They think about leasing cars, renting, renting homes, yeah. things like that. So yeah. can you, can you run down a process of, you know, from the beginning, like you, you, you picked the printer out, you found out how much it costs and mm-hmm. how did you go about doing it? How did you go about leasing? Yeah. So the printer was uh, around $3,500. Okay. So it's just, imagine just coming into the business, you know, the heat press cost seven fifty. dollars I thought that was a lot of money. Mm-hmm. turns out it wasn't. Mm-hmm. The better heat press was $1,100, you know? So now 
you're up to 3,500 and you're like, whoa, this is really getting, the numbers getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. So I wanted to finance it and borrow the money, but it turns out the way the tax code is set up, it's more advantageous to lease it instead of just borrowing money to buy it. Because when you borrow money to buy something, only the interest payments are deductible. If you lease it, the entire lease payment is deductible. So instead of getting a deduction of, let's say, $100 a month per interest, you can get the full $300 deduction per month for the you know leasing of the of the item. Oh, so, can, you, can you run it run that back one more yeah, time? Because that's really yeah, interesting. Because yeah. you just jumped in some, some tax code yeah, stuff. Know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I apologize to the yeah. community money listeners. I said the tax episode was gonna yeah. come after, but yeah. you know, we got we gotta dive into this, Coach Mike. Yeah. Run that run, run sure. that back one more time for sure. the community money listeners. And, this is a gym. And I'm not I'm not a, an accountant or a tax attorney, but I do know a little bit about but you did your research, you know, about taxes and, and things like that and deductions. Yeah. It's just like if you buy a house when you have a mortgage or you buy a car and you have a loan. There's when you're paying it back, there's the principal and then there's the interest. Absolutely. And yeah. when you buy a house, you can deduct the interest payments, not the principal payments. Absolutely. So when you have a uh, business, you can deduct the interest payments. Absolutely. Or if you lease it, you can deduct the full payment. So it was it just made more sense to do at least because I think my payments were around three hundred dollars a month. Okay. Which is what people some people have a, as a car payment, you know, um, more than that, more than that, more than right? that nowadays, <laughs> more than that. But this was an investment. So instead of just getting a, a small deduction of the interest portion, which may have been 50, 70, maybe $100 per month in interest, yeah, I, I got a chance to deduct the entire payment because I was leasing the equipment. Uh, now, at the end of the lease, in the end of three years, when I finished paying off the lease, I had an agreement with the person that you know leased the lessee or the, yeah, I'm the, the lessor, yeah, yeah, the lessee, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, to buy the equipment for $1. So now I at, mm. at the end of the lease, I own the equipment for $1. Outright. Outright own it. So now I own the equipment. And on paper, it looks like I paid a dollar for it. But <laughs> I <laughs> that's what it looks like on paper. Yeah. But it's simply uh corporations uh who lobby the government to get these tax laws passed. Yeah. Because it benefits businesses. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. And if we know that these things are happening. Um, I think that uh, community money listeners, community financial investments have a responsibility, mm -hmm. you know, and also you as well, Coach Mike, because you have this information. Yeah. We need to be getting this out to as many people as possible, yeah. as humanly possible, yeah. because if corporations are doing it and we want to be able to work ourselves out of a job. Right. You you work yourself out of a job. You Absolutely. go you go to work every day. You get a check. You put that money to the side. You save, you invest, you spend the rest. Um, and then you basically, you know, you're 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 securing your own income, your mm -hmm. future income by actually starting a business and being successful at it. So if there's tax advantages, then we definitely need to know about that. Yeah. So thank got, you. Thank you for that, Jim. Sure. I really appreciate that. It got me thinking about, you know, uh, brick and mortar businesses and, and you know, do you go and buy the building or do you just lease the building? Oh, you lease it all the way. You Walmart lease Walmart leases every building, commercial property. They don't own, Walmart doesn't own anything in that building. Right. Like at all. Right. Because if they bought the building, you know, they, you know, they have to pay for everything and and they only would deduct the interest. So yep. by leasing it, they deduct the entire lease payment. Yeah. Um and then I believe the the, the landlord who owns that building is responsible mm -hmm. for the upkeep of that yeah. as well. Absolutely. So that's why in uh in, in Philadelphia where I grew up, um we will be on uh Aramingo Avenue or something like that and we'll see like a Kmart, you know, mm -hmm. Kmart that you know I used to go to when I was a child, you know, on Saturdays and everything like that, get whatever we needed. Um, and then next thing you know, it's a furniture store mm -hmm. and it's like, oh, well, Kmart's not here anymore. It's a furniture store. Did the person who owns a furniture store, did they like buy the cake? No, they didn't. Like mm -hmm. it's just commercial property. It's commercial property. Um, and in the case of Walmart as well, uh, Walmart 
is is like the number one uh, seller, the, the number one holder of business credit uh, in, in in the world, I believe, wow. uh, because they don't own anything on the shelf, right? Mm-hmm. So they compete like everybody else to get items inside of their business, and they just they just give the person business credit, mm-hmm. right? So if that person gets, let's say you invent something, uh, I know a lot of you guys probably watch Shark Tank. If you haven't, you definitely should, just to get an understanding of like equity and shares and you know business awesome credit and show. things like that. Awesome, awesome. show. Uh, just so you guys can get an understanding of if you create something, you can basically sell it to Walmart. Walmart will give you a certain amount of credit, right? And then you have your stuff on their shelves. People buy the things off of their shelves. They pay you for the amount that the item costs per unit, and then they keep the difference. So that's how you can easily become a millionaire by creating something that can be in Walmart or Target or any one of those uh, uh, stores or chains. And also Amazon does the same thing. Yep. Amazon does the same thing. So business credit is definitely important. So, but let, let's uh, not necessarily switch gears, but um, but stay on business credit for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. How did you obtain your business credit? Well, the first one was actually personal credit because I okay. had I had no history of business credit. I'm just a new guy. So they used my personal credit. You're a noob. I'm a, a noob. A greenie. Yes. <laughs> noob. They're like, we don't know who you are. Who's Tobbs? Yeah. So not, uh, not anymore though. Not anymore. Now not they know anymore. me. Now they know me. Gotcha. Uh, so that, that was his personal credit. Yeah. Um, and now I have, you know, I've established some business credit now. Okay. I'm, out, I'm a player now. Okay. So now, now that you, so you use your own personal credit to get business credit. Yeah. But then when you got your business credit, you no longer had to use your personal credit. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I have actually, I'm, I'm thinking about leasing a, a new machine. That's a lot more money. Okay. And we'll find out what happens when I go to lease this new machine. But I have I've established it, but I haven't used it yet. Okay. Okay. And you said that the new printer was 3500 Yeah. And you leased that. I so, that. Um, I mean, I don't want to guess. I don't want to assume. How did you pay for the heat presses, the two heat presses? Uh, the first heat press is a funny story. Uh, I had a health savings account at HSA. A lot of people who have a traditional job may understand what an HSA is, part of your benefits package. Okay. And they put the money on a Visa debit card. <laughs> what? They put the money from my HSA on a Visa debit card. Your health savings account yeah. money for your health yeah. that you would take to a hospital yes. to pay for stuff. Yeah. The your job or is it was yeah. it your job or the it was, government? It was my job. It was, it was my job. Your job put that money on a debit yeah. card. Because it's t- t- typically you would use it for a copay. You go to the doctor and you got a copay, $20, $30. So now you just give them your Visa card and they take the $30 off it for your copay. Mm. So you know, but you know me being Mr. Healthy, like I never, go, <laughs> I never go to the doctor. I don't have yeah. to go. I never go to the doctor. Yeah. So the money you was sitting there building up and building. I'm like, man, I wonder if I could just use this for something else. So and you did. I did. And, and <laughs> the, the vendor didn't check. I just put the the credit card number in, and yeah, I bought my first heat press machine for seven hundred fifty dollars. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What about your second one? How did you go? The about second one that? I paid cash for. I, you know, I was I was growing. I had some money saved up, and I was at a trade show. And it was the demo model, and you know when these uh, vendors have these trade shows, they don't want to take they don't want to uh, take stuff home with them. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely, not. I'm not taking this home, so I can use it at another trade show. Right. I already have it, already so have it. I might as well just use a new one and yeah. just keep selling those and rolling them out. Plus, we don't really know like how much they cost to manufacture, mm-hmm. so they might just be using that particular machine with the intent on selling it anyway exactly. before they even leave. Because exactly. when you go to a trade show, everybody's selling everything. Everybody's selling Nobody everything. wants to go home <laughs> with anything that they brought. They want to go home empty. Yeah, So absolutely. That's how I got the second machine. It was at a trade show. Yeah, so uh, so Jim Alert, definitely Jim Alert for that, for the community money listeners. Look into trade shows. The internet has made life 
extremely easy, not just to watch television shows and everything like that, but to get that information about trade shows and when they're coming to your area. Um, and if it put a little bit of money aside too, cause they do cost money to get into, correct? Yeah. How much, how, but around I, that, and actually you know. the trade show actually didn't cost a thing. Okay. Um, you great. Should, <laughs> better. No, really, you really, this is free. <laughs> that was even better. What you do need is to be a registered business. They don't mm. let, it's not open to the public. Okay. So that's, that's the catch okay. is that it's free. Um, but it's not open to, to you know, Jane and, and John yeah. Doe. Yeah. Um, you've got to be a registered business owner. Absolutely. And if you have an LLC, a tax ID number, yeah. you can gain access to the trade show. Absolutely. So that that was really the cost is registering and being a real business owner. They don't want to deal with uh, it's a business to business trade show, yeah. not a business to consumer nice. trade show. Absolutely. So if you're a real business owner, you can get into the trade show. Absolutely. So now I challenge you guys 2020. Get down to the office, right? <laughs> and you're down to the downtown the state downtown, office, state right? Office or, or you can, or like a millennial, yeah. right? You can go online and you can figure out how to uh, start your own um, LLC, uh, register in your particular state, uh, or, or basically just do whatever's comfortable for you. I mean, it, we can go down a rabbit hole about yeah. asset protection and everything like that, registering your LLC in another state. Yeah. But that's going to be another episode, a right. future episode right. of the Community Money Podcast. Uh but yeah, thank you for that. Sure, that's that's sure. so you use your own personal credit first. You use cash. Your business is growing mm -hmm. significantly. Um, and how much? How how many t-shirts do you think you made from that first uh, heat press? That seven hundred and fifty dollar wow. press. Wow, probably a couple hundred easily. Uh, okay, we in the three. We in the ones, twos, threes, fours. Over one, two, three to five hundred. Okay, three to five hundred, maybe. Something. So let's. So if it's three to five, let's just split the difference. Let's go with four hundred. Four hundred. So what's the average price of your uh, your t shirts? It varies, maybe from ten bucks up to twenty bucks. Because sometimes mm -hmm. if you're ordering quantity, I'll give you a quantity discount. Yeah. But if you just want one shirt, probably going to be in the ballpark of twenty dollars, depending on how many colors are in, in the design. Yeah. So it it could vary widely. It's a hard question to answer. Okay. Whether the short sleeve shirt, or long sleeve shirt. Did you want one shirt or did you want? hundred shirts. So absolutely, it varies. And you and on your uh, on your um your website, you also customize. That's how I got mine. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so so because this hoodie was twenty five, right? But you had a it was a hoodie, not a t shirt. So that that affected the cost. Yeah. And then you had a one color, one you know logo design. Yeah, so. community financial yeah, investment. Right. So that wasn't <laughs> so that hard. It, it was it was super easy, yeah. and it got printed in two days, right? Yeah. Actually, no, it was printed that night. Yeah. I just night. came, you know, and you deliver, and I deliver. Yeah, first. but I, I just decided to pick it up because I was on my. Way to right. another okay and that's yeah. part of what sets me apart is that i try to hand deliver my stuff to people i'm yeah. like tell me where you live i'll come to you yeah you absolutely know? and that makes a, a good impression with people that i'm, I'm a real personable mm. um and then the other factor is that sometimes people send me crappy artwork yeah um they send me something that's uh low resolution yeah and i try to blow it up and it gets pixelated yeah and it makes it really hard to print something like that yeah so that affects the price yeah um, absolutely but that's something that customers don't even think about because you have to do editing and all the other stuff you have right. to make sure it's not pixelated you have to make sure that whatever the client sees on a computer right. they'll actually be seeing that on the item itself which doesn't always happen they say it looks good on the screen yeah and then it doesn't look good on the, on the garment so would you suggest uh for people who are trying to get a logo on a shirt let's say bulk order mm -hmm. that they go that they make sure that their their image is like fit to be on transparent like it was a vector vector right a vector okay yeah. so make sure that you have vectored images before you absolutely before, those are the ones that you want them to submit because they can actually end up getting their items faster faster absolutely, okay because it yeah. cuts down on the, on the processing time yeah absolutely yeah. and then the second thing i would recommend is that 
every time someone designs something, I want to maybe every time, 99% of the time somebody yeah. designs something yeah. on a computer screen, it's a white background. I don't care if you have an Apple or you know, traditional computer or Mac, what does it matter, right? Yeah. The screen is white. It yeah. looks great. <laughs> and then you tell me to put it on a black shirt. Yeah. And then or green shirt. Yes. It doesn't look good on yeah. it. Because you got green ink or red ink and you want it on a red shirt. Blue shirt. Yeah. So make sure that you, tr if you can adjust the background when yeah. you're designing of the color that you want the garment to be. Okay. And do you and do you do that yourself? I do that myself. Okay. Is that and, an extra? Is that an additional charge? No additional charge. Okay. Cool. But but I try to play with colors and background ink color, background color to say this is not going to look good. And I call them and say, hey, I don't know if this is going to look good. Now you're the customer. I'll yeah. do whatever you ask me to do. You're paying. I'm going to do what you ask me to do. Exactly. But in my opinion, yeah, this doesn't look good. Absolutely. And I leave it, I put the ball in their court and say, I can print it, but my paint doesn't look good. Yeah, but you know what? That's really great considering the fact that um, a lot of our jobs in America get outsourced, right? Mm -hmm. Like a, a lot of the things on Amazon that, that people see when they want to get customized things, they're outsourced. And the company is not necessarily going to call you <laughs> and say, hey, I don't think that this really looks that good. They're just going to do it. It's going to do it. And then you'll get whatever you get, you know? <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, I, I, I really do love that personal touch that you have with your business. Um, but let's go back to what the yeah. community money listeners were talking sure. about with the numbers. I find this pretty fascinating. Um, so you leased... A print machine for yep. thirty five hundred. Yep. Um, so at the end of the day, you will basically pay thirty five hundred and one dollars for it outside of the uh, the interest rate. Do you remember what the interest rate was? I don't know. For but the it, lease was, it was or... pretty high because at the time my personal credit was not that good. Okay. So okay. It was pretty high. So your personal credit also has to do with the interest rate on your business credit, at least the first time. This is the first time. So that's why in twenty twenty we need to make sure that we're cleaning our credit up, making sure that we're making the right financial decisions. Because when we do embark on our own businesses and we do want to be able to use this leasing option so we can deduct the entire amount from our taxes, we don't have to worry about high APRs, right? Mm -hmm. So that's that's another gem. Thank you for that, Mike. Um, but outside of that, uh, you basically um, you basically bought a machine for seven fifty with money that already existed that you found access to. Yep. Uh, and you sold about 400 shirts, $750 for that. The average price of your shirt was going to go with 10 just to make oh, the 10. numbers easy. Yeah. That's $4,000 yeah. that yeah. you've made from a $750 machine, mm -hmm. you know, so basically 3250. Mm -hmm. So you got your money back yeah. Yeah. from the machine yeah. just with the 400 shirts itself. Absolutely. And then now your business is growing, so now you were able to expand a little bit more. How many shirts do you think you've done? Ever since you've got gotten a new eleven hundred dollar machine in, in cash, <laughs> I would say maybe maybe five hundred to a thousand shirts after the new machine. Five hundred uh, to a thousand with it, no thermometer issues. With no thermometer, <laughs> this machine is ten times better. And now I see that like, you get what you pay for. The exactly, quality, the quality makes a huge difference. Huge difference. And if you're maybe just using something for personal use, maybe it doesn't matter. But when you're in business and you've got deadlines to meet and you've made a promise to a customer, you can't afford to have a machine break down. No, you can't. The customer doesn't want to hear that. So no, You can't quality... afford to have your car break down <laughs> on, your, on your way to work because your job don't want to hear that. You know what I'm saying? So... <laughs> so the quality made a huge difference and this machine is 10 times better. Absolutely. 10 times better. Absolutely. Well, thank you for that, Coach Mike. We are going to take another break for our show sponsors. This is a Community Money Podcast hosted by, you know, financial.guru.ham on Instagram and at gmail.com. We will be right back. Stay tuned.
So welcome back to the Community Money Podcast, your host, financial.guru.ham. We are sitting here with Coach Mike from Tobs.biz. All right. Hey, if you guys have not done so yet, go to www.tobs.biz and check out the prices and see if you like the shirts. It's like, kind of like sports memorabilia. It's not sports memorabilia, sports but it's theme. customization. The one thing I, I want to add to, about Tobs.biz is that this is a new feature I just added for 2020. Okay. Is that they can customize their own design. They can make up their own shirts. So I've got some... Funny sports sayings from a simple basketball mom yeah. to warning this mom likes to holler yeah. to <laughs> offense wins games, defense wins championships. Absolutely. But you know, some people think that's corny and that's cool. I'm not offended. There's a tab that says design your own. You can just go make your own shirt. Yeah, absolutely. But my theme is sports. I've been, you know, I've been a sports person my whole life. So my theme is sports. You can simply click on design your own and you can make up your own shirt. You can upload your logo, you can type in your text. And you can make up whatever you want to make up. That's so. that's nice. We're actually on your uh, website right now. And um, I'm just going to the, uh, you have a new customer offer for 20% off. Absolutely. Sign up and you'll get 20% off your first order. Okay. 20% off your first order. And and that's number one. That's great. Mm-hmm. Right. Because uh, we like the discounts <laughs> on, uh, on a community Everybody money podcast. We love the discounts on a community money podcast. Uh, and this, and, and basically I like, I like what you, what you've done, um, just to, just to discuss athleticism or af- athletics and gender, right? So you have, uh, the, 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 the male, female, the men, you know, mm-hmm. you have that on your website because women love football too. They do. You know what I'm saying? Like women love football too. You know, you got the kids, they can go, they can sit around and they can watch a football game. One of the, one of the shirts that I, uh, I like on your website is the ref. Are you blind? Right. <laughs> there's, a, there's an expletive in there that I'm that, you know, this is a, this is a family show. So I can't, you know, but it, it doesn't spell out the whole yeah. word, but it's pretty great. And it's, it looks like there's an eye chart. It's an you eye know chart. What I'm that's pretty, that's pretty cool. Let me tell you something crazy. Yesterday at the uh, 695 Hoops event, it was yeah. public versus private. Yeah. A referee bought the shirt. I like that. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> a referee like bought the shirt. I'm making fun of a ref. And a ref bought the shirt. Absolutely. So it, Absolutely. That, that just made me feel good. Because like, he, he sees the value. I right, love it. Right. I, I, lo- I love that shirt. Um, and also another one, cute doesn't win games. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's, that's Because I coach girls basketball and yeah. sometimes, and I'm not being, uh, uh, what's the word, uh, sexist. Sexist or anything like but that. But sometimes yeah. uh, girls trying to be cute. Like that's, yeah, we here to win a game. This Absolutely. is battle. This is war. Look, I was you there know? yesterday. Those girls were hooping. <laughs> right. Oh, they were hooping. I'll be your friend later, but right now. Is on, yeah. So yeah. Get that- I, I saw a couple. I saw a couple <laughs> elbows thrown, and I was just like, "Ooh!" The public and the private teams they was getting, they was going, going they was going at it, this man. Is war. Thank you for inviting me to that as well. That was great. That was a that was Yo, a great I event. Had, I had a good time. I had a good time. Me too. Me too. And then there, uh, you know, for my basketball guys out there, hashtag buckets, buckets, hashtag buckets hoodie is yeah. is, is on there. <laughs> um, uh, we have a money coach hoodie inspired by community financial investments. Absolutely. Right? That, was, that was your creation. Yeah, and money. I put it up there. Yeah, I, I got I, a lot of likes when I put. I posted that on Instagram and got a whole bunch of likes. People loved it. I know. And that's why I say that. You know, that's why I have to design your own because I can't think of everything. Yeah, that was your creation and people loved it. Absolutely. Never lose. You either win or you learn. That's a famous uh, Nelson Mandela quote. Mm. He said, "I know, you know, I never lose. I either win or I learn." Yeah, something athletes need to, something in the Ravens need to learn about. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, you can say whatever you want about the Ravens. Just don't go in on the Eagles, baby. Go, you know, talk, talk your mess, talk your mess. Let's have a good time. Let's do it. 
What's going? What's going on with the Ravens, man? What's going so, on? No, they, they lost. We said t- <sighs> it's a lesson. Yeah, it's absolutely. Not a, it's not a loss. It's a lesson. It's an L. Where the L stands for lesson. Not, absolutely, not, not for loss. loss. Not for loss that's at what, all. That's what the L means. One one more shirt that we're gonna go over on the website. Um, <laughs> and I and I don't know what the motivation for this was, but I think that it comes from um, it, it's kind of like a, a saying, mm-hmm. you know, in, in a household. It's like. Because I'm the coach, that's why. Right? It's like, mom, mom, you know, why do I have to do this, mom? Because I'm your mom. That's exactly. why. Because I'm dad. That's why. You <laughs> that's know? Why. So it's like, so it's like the coach plays that, you know, mother, fatherly role mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to the game and when it comes to life in general. Because like we talked about before with autonomy life coaching, uh, you have to have a coach for your life. If you have a coach for a game, mm-hmm. your life is your life is I don't want to say that your life is a game, but you have to play your cards right. You right. And if you play anything, sounds like it could be a game to me. Why don't you master the game of life? Right. Absolutely. And we have episodes uh, with people who are who have mastered their their field of expertise to be able to help you do so. Nice. Um, yeah, because I'm the coach. That's why I love that. <laughs> I love that hoodie, man. I already I already know the next ones that I'm going to buy. Uh, good game. You suck. Right, so it's like good game, good game, good game. You suck. Good game, good game. I love it, man. The ideas, the ideas on your website are uh, are pretty dope. The money coach one, I already have that on order. So I got a shirt from you yesterday, and what did that shirt say? It said, "Nobody cares. Work harder." Exactly. Nobody, <laughs> nobody cares. Nobody cares. Work harder. Yeah. Right. It, you know, we might have a bad day and complain about the businesses and everything that we're in, but just realize, man, nobody cares. Yeah. Just if, if you if you understand that, like at a fundamental point, the people who really do care are the people you grew up with, mm-hmm. right? Immediate family, right? Mm-hmm. Mom, dad, cousin, sister, brother, people yeah. that you, people that actually have your interests at heart, yep. right? They want to see you succeed. Yep. Those are the people who care. Yep. But the people you meet out on the street, they don't, they don't care. They don't care. They don't care. Work yeah. harder. Yeah, work right? harder. Work harder. Yeah. Be on be on the billboard. Yep. Right. You know, put your face everywhere like Kevin Hart did. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. Lil Wayne <laughs> did back when he wanted to, you know, be the be the rapper of the year and everything yeah. like that. Put your face everywhere because now they can't ignore you. Yeah. Right. So that's and, you know. And you know what goes in conjunction with that? Another new design I just made up was uh winners train, losers complain. Absolutely. You know, it goes hand in hand with the nobody cares work harder. Absolutely. Winners train, losers complain. Absolutely. So, and just a shout out, Gary V. Um, Gary, check out Gary V. If you guys listen to my podcast and share it 10 times, please do the same thing with Gary V. Because Gary V just talks about how business is a sport, right? And you have to be good at your sport. And what do you do when you play sports? You got to show up for practice. You got to practice. You got to practice every day. Yeah. Right. You know, nine to five pays the bills, but six to 10 bills an empire. Right. Mm-hmm. You got to practice. When wh- What are you doing in 2020 that's going to allow you to practice? Mm-hmm. That's going to allow you to get better at your craft. Man, I feel like we could talk yeah. all day, Coach All Mike. day, man. I feel, <laughs> you ready for this next question, bro? I'm hitting me. Hit let's me. do it. Hit me with that. Let's, let's do it. Let's get serious. <laughs> right. So um, in your opinion, what is the hardest thing about being a business owner in 2020? Man. What's what's the hardest thing about being a business owner in 2020? The community money listeners yeah. would like to know. Wow. No pressure, right? <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> no just, pressure. Just don't be bad. <laughs> uh, I, I say for me as a small business owner uh, or as a new business owner, sometimes yeah. a lot of times it's both, right? You're, you're new and you're small. Yeah. It's having to wear all the hats. You know, I'm in charge of marketing and I'm in charge of the accounting and I'm in charge of sales and I'm in charge of everything. Like, so having to wear all the hats is tough yeah. as a small business owner. Absolutely. Um, so that, that I would say that's one of the hardest things. Of course, the self-discipline, but having to wear all the different hats is uh, one of the toughest things. Mm. Um, 
and trying to figure out what customers like and what they want. The consumer psychology side of it is is really tough to figure out. Absolutely. So that that's that's the real tough thing that I'm I'm learning. Um, yeah, and 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 marketing. You just gotta increase your marketing to get in touch with more customers. Absolutely. So absolutely. Um, yeah. That was a great answer. Yeah, thank you, thank Absolutely. you. That, that's, you that, killed that one. That, that's it's a, it's a tough one to answer, but like there's so many things. But I would say maybe it's the combination of having to wear all the hats. Yeah, um, and which is why I want I want to form a team. I got to get a team where I can rely on somebody. Like I'll do marketing, you do this, or I, you know, where we can trade off and yeah. and, and some because you know what sometimes. You're not good at everything. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> oh, absolutely It may be not. your business, but you're not good at everything. Yeah. And so why not have somebody who is good at the marketing yeah. and you're good at the accounting yeah. and you guys can, you know, do what you do best. Yeah. Amazon did it. Yeah. So, you know, and look, and look what happened with them. Yeah. So next question. You ready? Yeah. All right. So what is your ultimate goal as an entrepreneur, mm. you know, and where do you see tobs.biz where do you see tobs.biz within the next five years um wow you hit me with the oh I, yeah I, I, oh yeah i thought you know i thought about hey, when questions. i said i like a challenge i didn't really mean it <laughs> <laughs> i didn't really mean it. that's oh, something man. you say oh, man. um no my um ultimate goal really is to be uh really uh self uh, self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that, that's what I really want to be self-sufficient with. The, the Tobbs.biz uh, brand supports me fully. And um, I would like to sponsor some tournaments. So one of the things I did at, at a previous tournament uh, back in December was I printed the player of the game t-shirts. Mm. Um, so mm, That's a good idea. So that was a good way to get my name out there. But what I want to go forward, I want to continue that trend. It's like this player of the game trophy has been sponsored by Tobbs. Tobbs, exactly. So I will give the t-shirts I'll be the sponsor, at least for the player of the game or the MVP or something like that. So I something that's something since I'm gonna be working with sports, is giving a free, free t-shirt to the winner of that. Well, not the winner, but, but like the, the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. MVP of yeah. the tournament or something like Showing that. Showing appreciation in general and then being able to let people know that you are um, a local business that also does business internationally. Right. And that you actually appreciate the hard work that goes into being the MVP. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because when we talk about business and practice and everything like mm-hmm. that. You know, how hard did the MVP practice? Right. Probably harder than everybody on the court. And right. The, so that should be appreciated. And, and the thing is, what people don't understand is that uh, because the, the Internet is a blessing and a curse. Mm. We see all the all the results of people's hard work, but we don't see the hard work. And that's what we're missing is that the MVP put in work when nobody was looking. The mm. Michael Jordans, the Steph Currys, the Durants, the LeBrons, they're pra- the Kobe's, they're practicing when we're sleeping. Absolutely. So on game day, they can perform, but you didn't see the practice. The thing is. They didn't put that on Instagram. Oh no! They didn't put the the practice by myself shooting three hundred shots yeah. on on Instagram and Facebook. But they put <clears throat> I scored thirty points tonight on Instagram. Yeah, so you see the results, but you don't see the hard work. And I would say that's one of the things that this generation is is missing. They're missing the point that you didn't see the hard work that went into the you know the preparation. You know, as they say, another quote where there's no such thing as luck is when preparation meets opportunity. Absolutely. So that's what happens, and we're missing. The behind the scenes work that they put in. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, it's the it's the iceberg. Yeah. Right. It's like you can only really see the top of the iceberg mm-hmm. and you don't even realize how large the iceberg is under the water. Under the water. Right. You don't understand like how large, but the the under under the water is is where the growth happens. Right. It's yeah. where 
you know, the the late nights, it's the stressing, it's the crying, it's mm-hmm. the reading, it's the the worry, it's the nervousness, yeah. it's the, hey, am I going to be, am I good enough to do this, yeah. right? It's all of the thinking that goes into you being an entrepreneur. It's the roller coaster. Yeah. The roller coaster is under the water. Yeah. And, and at times, you know, even as a business owner myself doing financial literacy, financial education, and uh, property asset management with community financial investments, I, I try to explain that to people a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, there's times where I'm just like, man, how am I going to make this work? Right. But then I randomly go get something to eat and I run into a person and they're like, oh, well, I'm a venture capitalist. And I heard <laughs> you talk about, and I'm like, what? Like, it, like is this fake? You know, like did I, I mean, I, I went to this place to go get something to eat, but now I'm talking to a guy who literally says he uses his money to invest in businesses. Wow. And guess what I have? <laughs> I have a business. Like now the net, the networking is just making it so because I am radiating mm-hmm. my vibrations out mm-hmm. saying like, Hey, yep. opportunity here, but I don't even have to wear a shirt. You could just kind of feel it. Feel right. It. But I will have a shirt that says opportunity <laughs> here is sponsored by times. Like this. You know, shameless plug. Um, yeah. So that's what I see in the future. I see me, uh, sponsoring or at least promoting you know, the player of the game, the MVP of the game, maybe even my hosting my own tournament or something like that, but, or maybe sponsoring a, a small little team or something like that. Yeah. Um, just to expand the visibility of the brand. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, um I'm, you know, I'm here for it. Yeah. You know, I'm definitely here for it. You I got, I got to share. I don't know how much time we have, but I, this is one story I just do want it. to share. And it may be do it. out of the timeline. I got to share. No, community, about, community money has time for you, coach Mike. Cause you made, you. you made time for community. Thank money. you. Thank you. You talk about the roller coaster and the stuff that people don't see. You said the tears, the hard work, the late nights. Absolutely. And I want to add the mistakes. And I, I've got, you know, I got, I got to add you the gotta, mistakes. You got a whole basket so, yeah. of them things? Or well, what? I got a few. So uh, <laughs> in addition to the, the mistakes and things that happen when you're an entrepreneur, like the cheap heat press that I bought and then the thermostat goes yeah. in the middle of a job that yeah. you promised to a customer that I'd bring to you today. Yeah. So I ended up taking the shirts that were half pressed. Yeah. And going to the local guy in the mall yeah. who has a kiosk in the mall. And I said, look, man, from one business owner to another business owner, it was an African guy. And, you know, we've since formed this relationship where if, if I'm in a jam, I can bring him stuff and he will heat press it for me. Nice. You know, for like $2, yeah. a, a shirt, something like that. Yeah, something and like that. it didn't matter what it cost. It was what matters that I delivered the shirts to the customer when I promised them. But that's what mattered. That's, so that's what matters. So that's one mistake. Absolutely. But I got another mistake. Share, please. Famous coach, Pat Summit, that coached at Tennessee for years. People know about her. She's one of those people that transcends sports. You don't have to like women's basketball because yeah. you may have heard of Pat Summit. Yeah. You may have heard of Gino Ariema or yes. Tiger Woods, even if you don't like golf. Yeah. So Pat Summit is one of those coaches that has transcend just women's basketball. So one of my customers wanted a quote from Pat Summit on the back of the shirt. Yes, I saw that. Yes. I saw that. And so I had the quote and, and, and it was for the 2018-2019 basketball season. And so I said, you know, I think you've got this quote too close to the year. I know your season, basketball season is 2018-19. Yeah. But people may think she said it in 2018-2019. Yeah. And she's now deceased. Yeah. We should move that down lower and separate the two so people don't confuse, oh, I thought she died. Yeah. Don't. yeah. So we talked about all of that and we decided to move it and separate it and give it some space and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. And we checked it, double checked it, triple checked it, uh, everything back and forth between me and the customer. <sighs> I ordered the transfers. I printed the shirts. You will not believe what I did. What happened? I misspelled Pat Summit's name. Oh, my God. Misspelled her name. So I'm spell checking everything, but didn't spell check her name. Because you, because we automatically thought that, you know, Pat right. Summit. <laughs> misspelled her name. Yeah. And the, the head coach caught it, and it was just so embarrassing. Yeah. So I reprinted the shirts, no cost. You yeah. know, I had to eat the cost. Absolutely. But that's what I'm saying. Like One of the things, uh, challenges of being a business owner is that 
wearing all the hats. Yeah. If I had a team, I could be in charge of production. Somebody else could be quality control. Yeah, absolutely. Before it gets shipped out the door. Absolutely. And but you wear all the hats, you may miss something. So that's a, a mistake that I actually embrace, like a lesson learned. Yeah. That maybe triple check it next time. But I thought I did triple check it. Yeah. And I ended up doing everything right and misspelled her name. Man. So valuable lesson. Yeah. Valuable lesson. Well, there, there, I mean, there's two really valuable things for our listeners to take away. Number one, you're a man of integrity. Yeah. Right. So you printed out the entire order again. Bam. Here you go. My apologies. So you didn't miss it. You nope. didn't miss their deadline for what they wanted it nope. for. Right. Hand delivered it out. That's done. Yep. Number two, you know, you ain't going to make that mistake. I'm no not going to make that mistake. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't going to make that mistake. That no will more. not happen again. You know, so so definitely thank you for that. That vulnerability, man, because, um, you know, what we pride ourselves on here on a, at the Community Money Podcast and in, in general is understanding uh that mistakes can be made and just moving on from that, moving on, right? You don't want those things to beat you up because let's say that you would have did that and you know that that got done and then uh, you were like, man, I don't even know if I'm cut out to do these, do my t-shirt business anymore. <laughs> and then next thing you know, you don't spend thirty five hundred on the lease, seven hundred seven hundred and fifty plus the extra twenty dollars mm-hmm. for the thing. You form this relationship plus another eleven hundred dollars on top of that, yep. which you've since gotten all your money back from yep. that. So we tend to focus on like the bad things that we did or the negative things that we did. But that's why I like your quote when you say you either win or you learn, mm-hmm. right? So we know you ain't going to make that mistake no more. Absolutely. So for my listeners out there who are thinking about ordering a shirt, just understand he's learned his lesson. <laughs> for sure. I made the mistakes. Yeah, he made it. And then if, and if anything else happens, he'll make you whole and everything like that. So integrity, man, I yeah, love it. I make I it right. It. I will make it right. Absolutely. And, that, and in our business life, we have to make sure that we are holding ourselves accountable and actually making it right for the people who entrust us with their money and their business. Mm-hmm. So that is of the utmost importance. At least that's how I see it. And that's how Coach Mike sees yeah, it as well. I do. Valuable lesson. All right. Um, next question. You ready? Yeah. All yeah. right. So what, so what books would you recommend our listeners read to get a better understanding of both your mindset and your mindset of the modern day entrepreneur? What, what books would you suggest? Just two books. If yeah. you, if you got sure. them. Sure. I, um, one of the books I read a long time ago, and I think I'm going to pick it up again, is The Millionaire Next Door. Mm. And, it, and it talked about, uh, you know, your average guys who who don't flaunt their their wealth. Absolutely uh, not. They yeah. drive a modest car, live in a modest house, but you don't know what's in their bank account. Yeah, not at all. Not at <laughs> and, all. And, and so my mindset is more of the uh, the Warren Buffett, uh, Bill Gates, um, you know, those guys who are billionaires but don't flaunt their wealth. I just yeah. That's not my style. Yeah. Um, now, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there are guys who... Uh, not to say Donald Trump or whatever, but yeah. there are other billionaires who you know they're billionaires because yeah, yeah, they, you know yeah. <laughs> they're going to know it. And sh- that's just not my style. So I would say my, my style is more of a, just a, a modest, uh, I know it's in my account. I don't have to flaunt it. You yeah. know, I'm totally comfortable in jeans, flip flops, sneakers, whatever, the same hoodie. I don't care. You know, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, the guy from Apple, right? He used to uh, wear the same. Mark Zuckerberg. Oh no, that's uh Facebook. Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, you said the guy from Apple. My Apple. bad. Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Steve he wearing the same black mock neck. You just, Simplicity, you know, yeah, he's chilling. He's chilling. Yeah, he's and, chilling. and Zuckerberg wears a hoodie. So I would say those are kind of the billionaires that I aspire to be. Just a normal everyday, down to earth. Uh, I have money, but I, I'm not yeah. gonna, you know. Yeah, it is what it is. It, 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 you know, it is. It is what it is. It doesn't it doesn't make who I am. You know. Yeah, not at I'm all. I'm still Coach Mike. Yeah, absolutely. You know me. <laughs> you know. You me. know, when I walk in the door, yeah. my name is uh, yeah. Mark Zuckerberg. You can yeah. also call me a uh, boss. Right. So, so, uh, so I would say that one book was uh, the Millionaire Next Door. Absolutely. Um, an inspiring book, I would say, uh, 10X Rule. 
I forgot, mm, 10X. I, 10X. Yeah. I forgot the guy's name, but I, I really was inspired by that one that I'm, you know, um, that, that was a really inspiring book. And then I would add another one called, uh, man, I got so many books. Uh, <laughs> but uh, that's, that's two. And uh, Principles by Ray Dalio is another good one. Um, I, I, I don't know. I read a lot. Let me just say this. I read a lot. Absolutely. People think I'm, I'm smart, but it's not. I read a lot. The 10X rule. Was that Grant Cardone? Grant Cardone. That's who it was. Grant Cardone. I, you got me racking my brain over here <laughs> trying to figure out, you know, who wrote that book. But yeah, Grant Cardone. Yeah, good yeah, book. He's a, he's a character. Mm-hmm. He's definitely a character. Um, man. Yeah, I, I tend to read a lot of uh, self-help books and, and, and to motivate myself and just learn. And, you know, I've, I've been learning that a lot of people go through some of the same things. You know, we're all human. Absolutely. Um, leaders are readers. Yeah. And readers are leaders. Absolutely. You can say it anyway. It uh-huh. means the same it thing. It means the same thing. Um, so what I challenge my community money listeners, community money family, is to read more books in 2020. Mm-hmm. Right? If you have a book list, I mean, I always tell people, if you're not used to reading um, and, and, and people tell you, oh, I hate reading. No, you don't <laughs> You don't hate reading at all. What you hate is the fact that, you know, when while you were in school, they told you what to read and it was uninteresting, mm. right? At all. Like, like it was, it was just uninteresting. I don't want to read this book. I don't want to write something right. about a book. Like I, you give me things to read because it's supposed to increase my vocabulary and make mm. me like reading, but why don't you just let me pick the books I want to read? Mm-hmm. Like just let me pick the stuff I want to read, yep. um, things that I'm actually interested in. So that's another conversation yeah, for like, another time. I, you know what I'm saying? It makes all like, the it, difference, it, it, but it just, it makes all the difference. A lot of people say that they hate reading, but I don't think that they hate reading. Yeah. I think they just hate the fact that uh, they've been told to read something that they yep. didn't want to read. So, yep. you know, if you if you if you literally go into a Barnes and Noble or you let's say you have a Kindle, you get the first hundred pages for free. So mm-hmm. at least you understand like you get a preview, uh, and then you get a chance to yeah. read the book. And if you don't like the book, then don't buy the yeah. book. Like you know what I'm saying? Or You're do not the really audio. Yeah, do the audio. Do the audio. You drive you know? while you're driving a car. Listen yep. to the audio. You don't have to read it. You can listen to it on audio. Yeah, yeah. So and, and people process things commun- uh, uh, con- consistently, right? So it's like I might be listening to something. I, like I might be somebody who likes to listen and learn, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm an auditory learner. Right. Or I might be like a visual learner. I might be a hands-on learner, right? right? So right. you also have to decide what type of person you want to be because if you're listening to um, like radio stations or whatever, and all they're doing is playing music, you already know all of those words, mm-hmm. right? Let's let's listen to something that's actually going to expand your vocabulary, right? Mm-hmm. Get you to thinking so you can have that community money mindset that we talk about all the time. Um, great, great books. Great <laughs> yeah. books. I definitely have those on my list. Okay. And like I said before, even with the episode, Jen Lee, uh, Jen Lee from DC, investing with Jen Lee, um, just went over the fact that books cost you Twelve dollars, yeah, right. But your cable costs you two hundred and fifteen, <laughs> right? You know, cable, internet, and phone. Yeah, you know, why don't we cut the cable? Mm-hmm. You know, just get a fire stick, get yep. it gel broken, yep. right? I didn't yep. say that. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> you know, buy more books. Yeah. You know, create a library. You know, uh, you know, influence your children to also read and, and expand their vocabulary as well, because you really never know what's going to be down the line for them, and we don't, we want to make sure that they're as prepared as they possibly can be for what life has to throw at them. Yeah. Um, Coach Mike. Yeah, I know you got more questions. Bring I got two more questions. Bring them on. Bring them on. Two more questions. I know you got stuff to do today. Um, you're also uh, you're also working on your house. Yeah, house paid off in cash. In cash, right? You're doing all of the repairs and yeah. all of the work yourself, from electrical, plumbing, and everything like that. Thanks to YouTube University. YouTube University. Yeah. I, oh I, my 
Yeah, YouTube and I'm, University. I'm a traditional, I guess, you know, old school in classroom yeah. learner. Yeah. But YouTube has made me more of a visual learner now. Like, oh, okay, I know how to do that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I watch and learn. I know what to buy. Right. I, I, I get the it, little yeah. sheetrock, you know, yeah. lifts and everything like that. So you don't need like yeah. nine people to put, yeah. you know, walls yeah. up in a room and everything like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah. So, what you got? What words of wisdom outside of what you've already imparted? <laughs> You know, what words of wisdom can you give to our listeners um, before before I let you go? Mm. What words of wisdom can you drop? Drop some wisdom on wow, us, Coach Mike. man. Drop uh, some wisdom. <laughs> Nobody cares. Work hard. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. No, um, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I know you want to give us some more. I'm going to let you give us some more, but I'm going to just let you know fully, I take that. I take that and shut the episode down. Hey, nobody cares. Work harder. Nobody. Have a good day. Community Money Podcast. Peace. I'm out. No, what else, what else you got? What else you got? Um, find you something that I've heard before, and you're probably going to hear it again. Find something that you really like, like to do so that it doesn't feel like work. Absolutely. Um, I actually like, you know, even though my degrees in finance, I like making t-shirts. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Like I, I, I enjoy coaching basketball. Um, so find something that you truly, truly enjoy. Um, cause you, there's going to be times when you have to spend four five, eight, nine, 12 hours doing it to get it right. Absolutely. And if you don't like it, it's going to feel like work. Yes. It's going to feel like a chore. So find something that you like, enjoy hopefully. And that way you can do it for eight hours and you're like, wow, uh, where did time go? Time just escaped me. Like it didn't even feel like work. I didn't even know I was doing this for eight hours. Absolutely. So find something that you like, that you truly enjoy. Absolutely. Um, and the only way to do that is to uh, be more open and try everything. And then you'll figure out what you truly like. That if nobody was paying you to do it, you do it for free. Mm. That, that's the best way to figure out what, what do you like. Absolutely. If money if money was not the issue, would you be doing this for free? Absolutely. And the answer is yes. And that, that, that's your, like, your passion. Yeah. Man. I could I I couldn't even ask for a better answer than that. Seriously? I really couldn't. That's if you if money was not an issue, nobody was paying you, and you had no bills, and money was society just didn't work off the money principle. Yeah. What would you do? Yeah. Would it be coaching? Would it be making shirts? Would it be making jewelry? I don't know. What would it be like? Yeah. So, and coaching was one of those things. Like just I just loved it. Yeah. Just loved it. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're going to take a little thirty second break real quick, so I can throw in the token of the week, right? Uh, so we'll be back with Coach Mike from Tobs.biz. Uh, stay tuned. Hey, Community Money listeners, just wanted to take a little break to talk about something in a new segment called The Token of the Week, okay? And some of the episodes that I have with our guests might not be able to get out all of the things that I've learned, all of the quotes and everything like that. So I just wanted to share something with you guys outside of the, in the, the Instagram segment itself. So I just wanted to share a quote with you guys, and it says, you can only influence your finances to the degree that you can control yourself and your own actions, meaning it's your money and you have to be able to manage it well. You have to be a good steward of your money. You have to do the right things with your money. You have to be able to teach your children and your family members, your cousins, your aunts, and your uncles how to do better with their money. It's not about being intrusive. It's about being a leader. It's about knowing things and sharing those things because what does it help for you to know everything and not being able to share it? Some people might look at you crazy, but at the end of the day, along the line and later down the line, they will come to you and they will say thank you. Because of your perspective, my life is a little bit better. So that has been the token of the week. Make sure you cash that in. This has been financial.guru.ham on Instagram, host of the Community Money Podcast, and please enjoy the rest of the episode.
we are back with the Community Money Podcast. Your host, financial.guru.hand. We've been sitting here with Coach Mike from Tobbs.biz. This has been a wonderful episode, man. I really appreciate your time. Thanks for inviting me as a guest, man. Like, I'm, I'm loving it. Bro, I'm glad because I'm love <laughs> this this episode is fire with eight fire emojis. Um last question. Yeah. I'm sad. I'm sad. I'm sad. This is the last question, man. Because um, we've been having so much fun. You dropped so many gems. We talked about licenses. We talked about LLCs, EINs. We talked about how much it costs for you to get started, uh, leasing your equipment for your business, making sure that you can get the tax advantages on that. Um, so will you be sure to come back to the Community Money Podcast to share more of your achievements in an effort to continue to motivate and inspire listeners to go out there and create their own businesses. Oh, without a doubt, man. I'd love to come back. I, I had so much fun on this podcast and I can't wait to come back and share, you know, some of my growth and of course some of my mistakes. Absolutely. Um, we need both, we need all of that. We I'm, need both I'm, of them. I am an open book. I don't even mind sharing the mistakes. Uh, let somebody else learn off my mistakes. So absolutely we'll come back. Nice. I appreciate that. Thank you so much, Coach Mike. Thank yeah. you so much for uh attending the Community Money Podcast. Thank you for the invitation. I'm your guy, financial.guru.ham. You can find me on Instagram, um, financial.guru.ham at Gmail for any questions that you may have about the community money podcast and any people that you want me to interview. Uh, this has been great. This has been great. I hope you guys learned a lot and, uh, we out of here. We out of here. We out of here. Thank you. All right. Have a good day, guys. Enjoy the rest of your day. Peace.